0: Gauras Garaman contested Auckland's Kelston electorate in last year's election, coming in third place behind the Labour and national candidates. Here's how Auckland voters reacted to the MP's resignation. I mean, it was quite shocking. I think she's done a lot um, in her role. So yeah, it's quite sad. I think also with how she's saying it's from mental stress and in the media is really... Going to town on it. Could do without the excuses that come with it, but aside from that, just don't care. I look at Kitty Tapu-Allen and her role as Minister of Justice and as a justice spokesperson herself, I don't necessarily think it's appropriate for her to be doing that. I feel like it's
1: more kind of her avoiding the issue a little bit.
0: Our Deputy Political Editor Craig McCulloch joins us now for some analysis. and me out of Craig.
1: More than it. How
0: much has the saga damaged the Green Party?
1: Well, there are two aspects to this, of course. The first is the actual loss of Gullery's government. She was one of the Greens' high-profile MPs. She was, of course, the first ever refugee MP elected. She was a strong voice in that caucus, uh, in particular in that foreign policy and defence space. So the caucus will be... Um, they'll be rattled, they'll be upset to lose her. Bigger picture than that, though, um, is that wider damage to the party, to its reputation, to its brand. The story has come during the the, the summer quiet season, the political off-season, and so it has received a lot of coverage. No party wants something like this to happen. It does not look good at all to have um, a, a well-paid MP and advocate for the poor to be accused of stealing expensive high-end goods. So none of it looks good, none of it plays well. At the same time, it's not catastrophic. The news cycle moves quickly, and the Greens have been through much worse than this before. Think back to 2017 when the caucus splintered um, and then Materia day resigned. So, this situation here relates to one individual, it relates to one person's actions, and that person has now faced the consequences. They've lost their job and they may well face the justice system. We have seen plenty of parties go through scandals like this before. Just recently, we saw the events surrounding Kitty Allen's fall from being Justice Minister National. The National Party, too, has had MPs um, who have left in disgrace, who have faced serious allegations, think Andrew Falloon, think Jamie Lee Ross. So by no means is this fatal to the Green Party's cause, but it, it certainly doesn't help it.
0: Have they handled the situation well? I,
1: I, I think I agree with Gareth Hughes that this um, has not been a PR masterclass. The situation certainly could have been handled better, but... But could it have been handled better given all the factors at play? I think that is probably a trickier question given the incomplete information, given the fact Golri's government was overseas, the police were involved. Certainly it would have been difficult for the co-leaders to respond to without knowing fully Golri's government's side of the story. The timeline, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just spell it out because it's, it's quite instructive. The co-leaders were first told of the allegation, of the first allegation on December 27. So that's two days after Christmas. At that point, they contacted both Golri's government and the store with questions. The very next day, on December 28th, Golri's government went overseas on that holiday. January 5th, um, the following week, the co-leaders were advised of a second allegation. They discussed the matter then, and Golri's government was stood down from her portfolios. On January 10th, the story became public, and then Golri's government returned to New Zealand this Saturday. She met with co-leaders, but then it wasn't until yesterday, of course, Tuesday, that an announcement was made and the co-leaders finally held a media conference. So it has not been a swift process about three weeks from the point that the co-leaders were informed, but of course, some difficult circumstances. I think others can judge whether or not they're extenuating or to what degree.
0: There are some mental health considerations at play here. Mm. Is, is that a legitimate explanation, or are people going to see it as an excuse?
1: Well, we just heard in those um, in that audio just before some members of the public questioning questioning that it is important, of course, that mental health is not used as an excuse at all for wrongdoing or as a way of deflecting responsibility. We have seen that happen before in politics, where where mental health has been used as a way of trying to shut down questions. Now, Goldree's government herself said in her statement yesterday that. Her mental health is not an excuse. that It is merely an, an attempt at an explanation for her behaviour. And she has, it must be said, taken responsibility. She has resigned. She will now face police questioning. Now, separate to that but, but related is this other question, and that is whether Goalry's government got, got enough support from the Greens to protect her mental health there at parliament now given she states the stresses of the job given the the truly horrific abuse that she was subject to on a constant basis now again that is a difficult question whether that support whether enough support was provided the co-leaders say that that, that support was available that it was provided but of course they are not mental health professionals i think it may well be a question the greens dwell on for a little while which is could they have done anything different
0: where does the story go now what what happens next
1: well for goalry 's government, there are the legal questions. there are the questions of whether she will be charged whether she 'll be convicted. the justice system will work its way through. It will be important too, with time to look at the police's handling of this, whether or not they acted appropriately, given the political figure involved one allegation the the Wellington allegation that seems to go back to October last year for the green Party um it, it will want to draw a line after the uh, it will want to draw a line under this and move on they've been helped to some degree by by Rees government's clean exits. Now, Celia Wade-Brown is going to come in and, and join Parliament off the party's list. But that caucus could well face <laughs> some more turbulence shortly. James Shaw, um, co-leader James Shaw, is widely expected to step down himself from Parliament to retire from politics early this year. That has been signalled for some time. He's sort of suggested that he was ready to move on once he came out of government. That would mean yet another MP coming in on the list and then a leadership process. So potentially we could be looking at quite a bumpy start to the year. For
0: the Green Party turbulent times indeed thank you very much that is our Deputy Political Editor Craig McCulloch uh, with some analysis on that news that the Green Party MP Gouris Garman has resigned over the shoplifting allegations it's 20 minutes past seven